It's Thursday, and you know what that means. Welcome to episode 362 of the Captain Mo Show. This is your captain speaking with El Jefe. Um, I, I think it's pretty obvious what we're going to talk about first. Uh, Tuesday night, it was confirmed Cody and Brandy had left AEW. Immediately, rumors circulated that he was going back to WWE. Uh, I, for one, still find that incredibly hard to believe. I don't know how you feel about it, but... For months, they were teasing the Cody heel turn. He's he, he's basically been a heel who thinks he's still a face. Um, so my immediate yeah. thought was, it's a work. He's going to sign a new contract that allows him to challenge for the world title again. Um, but then more and more and more reports started coming out that he's going back to WWE. Honestly, I think it would be super embarrassing for Cody to go crawling back to Vince after everything he's done with AEW. The, the shots he's taken, all the stands he's taken against the machine. The, yep. The whole he, nine. Is he going to join the Vince McMahon Kiss My Ass Club? You know what? That's what I'm hoping. You know what I mean? He better be front line and center for that because that's exactly where how he's going to get his his quote-unquote push. I will tell you that <clears throat> from all of my fun, uh, I guess, investigative digging, if you will, basically listening to Uncle Dave and doing my <laughs> own research, WWE leaked the story that he was leaving AEW. He lost creative control. And it mainly had to do with him pushing himself back into the world title picture. And then, of course, we all know now that Tony Khan is basically doing all the booking himself. Mm. All that, plus a big fat pile of money. And, uh, hey, kid, you're going to get a push. The, re- the reality is, is I'm almost positive he's going to the E. You don't, and this is, this is, where, I, this is where I'm like, as much as I want to say it could be a work, oh, it could be a work. You don't work. With the competitor. Like you like if you're gonna do a shoot like this, like and play it off, play like you're going to NWA. Call out Nick Aldis. Okay, hey, all right, he's fucking out of here. He's gone. He loves NW. It's a still a very believable situation. You yeah. know. You say you're going to the E and everybody's like, ah, he's not going. Look at the way he's sh-. but it's like you know what I mean? You can look at it one way or the other. And this way, the way I'm looking at it right now is, God, and I hate to, to be such a man about it. This is a bitch move. Yeah. You, you, you got told, hey, dude, this is the story you booked yourself in. And us helping you book your way out of it is kind of dumb. So you're not going to get your way. Hold on, then I'm out of here. Okay. Does he really think he's going to get creative freedom in WWE? I don't think it's about creative freedom at this point. What I think it is is about, quote-unquote, building his legacy. He's still a youngish dude at this point. He's done all that he had to do to follow in his dad's footsteps, 
The only thing to succeed both of his dad's and his brother's footsteps is winning a WWE championship, a real world championship to them, at least. Yeah, I guess. It's, yeah, it's the chase of the world title in my mind. And I think it's legit. I mean, I, I from those who followed on the TikTok, I've literally been trying to cover this thing as it goes. I, I, I even mentioned that all those years ago, Dusty left the NWA to go to WWF, but in no way was it to be a booker. It was to get himself over. And, you know, when Cody left the E, he had a gamble on himself and he got himself over with the help of some people. But in the reality, he put in the work. He was the guy that was going and having to deal with the fucking, what is that, Impact G force fuckery whatever the fuck it was he had to deal with that okay he's the one that had the banger with okada he had a good run in japan he was around for ring of honor and did their whole thing and then aew and so he made he remade a name for himself now he can go to the e quote unquote with this name and hope for some more again i'm literally thinking this is a title chase this is about oh i make more money i can still keep my tv show and I get promised a world title TV show, which is actually pretty good to be fair. I, I don't mean, know about, I'm not talking about Rosa itself. I'm talking about the big, big show. No, no, I was going to say, I was like, that one's kind of entertaining. I like that. Yeah. One. But then um, there's also a very weird yet dumb rumor that he's going to be the new wrestling mind that triple H was supposed to be. I don't know what that means for H and what that means for Mr. Levesque, if you will. You know what I mean? Does that mean he's well, gone? Triple H seems to be frozen in carbonite somewhere. Well, yeah, after his fucking heart scare, I would I wouldn't want to be anywhere near this goddamn company. <laughs> I'm the reason I they're the motherfucking reason I'm in this goddamn hospitals. Yes. You want to do what to NXT? Exactly. <laughs> you know what? But I you say that their Vengeance Day show, pretty damn good. No yeah. points. Can't judge. I still you. have a couple people to poop on, but still. <laughs> of course there's always some uh, um, well, obviously Wrestlemania is in Texas and we heard one story I think we heard one story maybe I heard it from somebody else um, maybe Cody's going to show up at Wrestlemania because Dusty was from Texas and maybe that's who's going to face Kevin Owens and not oh that, no that, that's another big story <laughs> no 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 um <laughs> Stone Cold is uh, not only a real deal thing, and, and him and Kevin Owens is probably for real, for real. They expect Steve to hang out and do stuff. I don't so know he, if that means work matches. I don't know. But his run got me is me two minds. He's meant to have an actual run in the E. That's the idea. Now, I got some random trivia for you. Do you know the last time fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin wrestled? Actually wrestled a match? Like a full bell-to-bell yep. black drunks. Wow, that was The Rock. But he also had like a dumb little match with Eric Bischoff. Uh, he had a private match with Becky Lynch. No. But yeah, I mean, officially on TV, The Rock. 2003. Let's just go with a year. 2003 was the last time he really, truly had a match. Yeah. That's fucking 20 years, dude. That's yeah. fucking almost 20 years. And on top of that, this guy's had knee problems, hip problems, back problems, 
neck problems. He was literally in the hospital the night before that match. Mm-hmm. That's 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 the point here. So what in the fuck is I mean, I understand the pop, but yeah, I mean, you look down your list of legends and you know, obviously it can't be Ric Flair. It can't be what who else you got? Fucking Hulk Hogan. It's not gonna be him. You know, <sighs> are you really are you that fucking desperate to garner fucking mania buys? Hell, they're selling the buy one, get one, just like Punk said they would. <laughs> Just I like punk, punk when I saw that, like uh, I'm, I'm really split on this. Like, obviously, the eight-year-old in me is gonna these these walls are white. They're gonna be even whiter if, if it actually happens. But Fucking at the same right. time, I'm gonna be like, is he is he okay? Does he is he okay to go? I'm gonna be worried about every single bump he takes, every single one. Like Plus, that's I mean, the problem. I know Shawn Michaels said the same thing, but Austin's been saying for years and years and years he's happy with the way his career ended. He's done. He's not coming back. He doesn't need to wrestle again, and he doesn't. Um, he, he There's no way he needs the money because he's still making crazy merch money from WWE. And, he, and his fucking TV show. Yeah. And his the podcast. podcast. <laughs> and just being fucking stoked. And the beer. All the beer money. From the IPA. <laughs> I, I don't know what the motivation would be. Um, it's I don't. It's crazy it's, it's because a, it's a nerve wracking situation, but at the same time, it's an exciting one. Exactly, like you're you're because you're worried about the human, you know, but you're excited for the show. You're excited about the name, but that's like that's the thing. You even said it yourself. He's gone on record saying, "I'm happy with how I ended my career." He yeah. holds himself. In high regard, as far as far as like um, in ring work, he would he's not wanting to be Sean and tarnish that. You know, no. Sean fucked himself. That's that's yeah. on. I mean, it sucks, but it is what it is. And I think Stone Cold knows he only has to come out, hit a stunner, and he can get the loudest pop of the night. Still, it's, it's the truth. But, you know, I mean, in reality, if you really wanted to make it, like, as safe as possible, Kevin Owens is probably, like, the best guy to do it with right now. Him or AJ. Yeah. And I, I don't see him do, going with AJ first. Because that would... I mean, as, it, much as, as much as that is intriguing, yeah. the story's already built with Kevin because, you know, oh, you're using my move and shit. So, I mean, maybe, maybe if, next uh, Mania. I don't know. If it does happen and it goes well, I'd be all for Austin and AJ too. I mean, they also have a little bit of history. Austin gave him a stunner at one point. There you go. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, it, there, there's been seeds planted. He can come back and work with some dudes that could absolutely do almost everything for him. I hate yeah. to say it like that because it's not like he needs to do much. You know what I mean? I mean, they're not going to pull a Sean and oversell. They're not going to fucking throw themselves <laughs> out of the ring over a clothesline. But... They will definitely make him look great. Yeah, Austin always had a very specific set of moves. Like it wasn't just like a five moves of doom. He always hit these signature moves. You know, the Lufas press, the bionic elbow, the elbow from the middle rope, uh, the the kick to the gut when they're mm -hmm. on the ground. Very specific moves that he did in every single match, but he still fit them in around everything else that he did. Yep. He knew how to work around and work with everybody's moveset. Okay, you're going to get your stuff in, and it's going to make sense, and I'm going to get my stuff in, and it's going to make sense, and then we're going to 
We're going to do the dance, as they say. Yeah. Austin's old school. So Very uh, much. Very much. Yeah. But, oh, wait a minute. So I was 13 the last time he had a full wrestling match. That, you see what I mean? That's the fucking shocker, bub. We were teenagers. <laughs> fucking teenagers. So, um, I think I'm, I have, obviously I haven't watched Raw, but I'm going to have I think I'm going to have to watch this, uh, stuff with Kevin Owens to sort of judge it a little bit more before I right. make my mind up on what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you. I'm it's it's one of those things where it's like, God damn it, you some bitches, you kind of got me. Now I have to garner a tad bit of uh, investment. It's probably still <laughs> going to be highlighted for him, but it's uh it's like the pornographic meme. Oh fuck, you're going to make me watch Raw, right? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, so that those are our two top stories. Now let's get some old stories as we revi- we visit this week in wrestling history. A little bit of a rewind there. There we go. That was for deliberate effect. <laughs> that was deliberate effect. This week in wrestling history. Um, all right. On February 11th, 2015, at NXT TakeOver Rival, we had Sasha Banks defeating the other three horsewomen in a fatal four-way to become the NXT Women's Champion. Obviously, that's Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, and Bayley. Uh, Kevin Owens also defeated Sami Zayn by ref stoppage to win the NXT Championship. Everybody was so confused because ref stoppage title changes never happen. No. All of no, a sudden, they do not. the ref stops the match because... KO was just beating the crap out of Sammy. Everybody assumes Sammy's retained the title by DQ, but then they give the belts to KO. I'm like, what the fuck? But uh, that was prime Kevin Owens in WWE. That was like kind of the last seeds of Kevin Steen before. Yeah, the last little bit. Yeah. Um, That same day at New Beginning in Osaka, AJ Styles defeated Hiroshi Tanahashi to become the IWGP heavyweight champion. Um... Also at New Beginning in Osaka, also on February 11th, but in 2019, Jay White also defeated Tanahashi to become the IWGP heavyweight champion. Tanahashi out there getting his ass whooped, boy. Absolutely. Um, February 12th, 2006, TNA against all odds, and what a fucking solid card. Um, Samoa Joe defended the X Division title against AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels in an ultimate X match. Team 3D versus Team Canada. Rhino versus Abyss. Falls count anywhere. And of course, in the main event, Christian Cage defeated Jeff Jarrett for the NWA World Title, which was followed by a massive ring invasion. I remember vividly. Um, also, good February, things about some of these old TNA pay per views. I got to go back. Oh, yeah, like oh, old school TNA pay per views, like <laughs> mid mid to late two thousands, was the shit. Oh, I'm definitely checking it out then. Um, February 12, 2012, Tanahashi lost the IWGP heavyweight title again, this time to Okada at New Beginning. Yeah. Um, February 13th, 2010, at the 8th anniversary show, Tyler Black, who you youngins will know more as Seth Rollins, uh, Seth defeated Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins, there defeated Austin Aries for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Yeah, fuck that. And, 
Yeah, fuck that guy. That's <laughs> probably like the only time I've mentioned him on history, and it's not even about him. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, also, February 13th in 2011, Jeff Hardy became a two-time TNA World Champion, defeating Mr. Anderson. Anderson. Anderson in a ladder match. And on February 14th, 2016, lovely, on Valentine's Day. I'm seeing a theme of this one, too. At New Beginning in Niigata, Kenny Omega defeated Hiroshi Tanahashi for the IWGP <laughs> Intercontinental Championship. Basically, what I'm getting from this is Tanahashi puts people over in February. Yes, this is this is the <laughs> truth. This is the truth. <laughs> um, finally, on February 15th, 2010, the WWE ECW brand was officially discontinued after oh. Ezekiel Jackson became the last person to hold the ECW title, defeating Christian in Ezekiel. an Extreme Rules match. People yeah, people remember WWE ECW, or, or they try not to. WWE's ECW. Oh, I oh. Try not to. Try hard not to. It lasted four years. Not even, not even full, 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 full. Only weeks. good thing there was. Let's see, what were the only good things that came that came out of it, that? It started off well, when like, Paul Heyman was there, and you know they had RVD, Sabu, Sandman, but then was, it just became Kurt Angle in there for a little bit. Yeah, kind I think of. Yeah, where he had just like a match there. I think. Yeah, he he did one night stand uh, against Randy Orton. I think. That's what it was. Um, yeah, the whole history with Kurt Angle and the original ECW was they brought him in for a tryout and he thought it was just not his stuff, not not his kind of thing because it was violent, hardcore. So he get the fuck on out of there. I'm gone. Uh, oh, not finally. Uh, finally, today in history, Sasha Banks and Bayley won the tag team elimination chamber match to become the first ever WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. And the titles have been eh, ever since. Oh, yeah. That is the motherfucking truth. I had to think who's got them now. It's uh, Carmella and Zelina Vega. You're fucking as mine, pal. <laughs> um, a few birthdays this week. Hernandez turned 49. Ken Shamrock turned 58. Chris Bay turned 29. Robbie Eagles turned 32. Rich Swan turned 31. And Gangrel turned 53. Damn, Gangrel. Uh, do we have some See, Jimmy heavenly Jacobs. birthdays? Oh, we got Jimmy Jacobs, too. Jimmy Jacobs today. He is, what's the fucking math on that? Born in 83. <laughs> what's that? Fucking like 38, 39? Yeah, let's go with that. All right, I like Late it. Late 30s. Late 30s, I dig it. Um, Today is also the, what's that? Uh, you goddamn my math the, the shits today, bub. Fifteen year anniversary, um, sixteen year anniversary. Pause of Mike Anderson's pass. Mike Awesome's passing. I'm just fucking oh. it all up today. Uh, who else we got? Who else we got? You talked about my man Gangrel, George the Animal Steel. It's been five years since his passing. Let's see. Richie Swans. Louis Spicoli, Louis Spicoli, poor guy. He fucking died all the way back in '98, though. But damn, an anniversary for him, unfortunately. For those who watch Dub to CW, you'll know Louis Spicoli. Uh, I think that's 
eh, I'm like, really? You said Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, there's oh, Big Dick Dudley. His birthday was on the wow. because you know everybody remembers Big Dick Dudley. The old ECW fam remember Big Dick Dudley. <laughs> if you, I'm about to say, I was like, if you if you seen one one goddamn fucking ECW show, you know who Big Dick Dudley is. <laughs> Which is great because I've only seen like seven. Yeah. And he's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And with that said, it is time to find out some stupid stuff that's been said online. This is Shit Moxie. (laughs) Can you believe the shit these marks say? I've kind of kept it short this week. Um, there was one little debate I got into with some guy about Cody Rhodes. Um, and not that I'm eating my words right now, but, you know, we, we it's literally up in the air what's going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. And let's just say I will be genuinely shocked if he does genuinely go back to WWE. So we're going to leave that conversation out of it. But uh, <laughs> this one literally just happened. Uh, so I got to include this one. So last night on AEW, we had a very special guest by mm-hmm. the name of <laughs> Talk about Melissa Joan Hart. Oh yeah, she was there too. Oh. Um <laughs> I, saw, I seen her, I was like, God damn Clinister explains all the wrestling. I like it. I'm talking about Sensei Crease. Oh my man, Cobra Kai. Sweet yes. leg. No mercy at that dojo. Um so somebody posts up, ironically, in Marks for Life. Um, that he's a big AEW fan, but they crossed the line by having the Cobra Kai guy in character as Britt Baker's sensei, and then he includes pictures of like Robocop and Sting. Like, okay, there's no comparison. First of First all, he off. was he wasn't even in character; it was just literally the actor using his well-known I was, quote. Gonna, I was it was like, Martin you, Cove. They didn't, didn't introduce him as sensei. Grease. He didn't come out in the fucking gi. Like, Plus, calm down. Spoiler alert, but if it was in character, he's in jail right now. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, sorry for the spoiler. Um, but yeah, I mean, they didn't refer to him as Crease. They li- no. Even on the nameplate, it was, it's Martin Cove. Yeah, it's the actor um, that plays the dude. So I responded, you know, it, it wasn't in character. It was, They didn't refer to him as Crease. He was an actor using his well-known quotes. That's all. He responds, they said he was her sensei. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a yeah. figure of speech. Bro, anybody can be anybody's <laughs> sensei, okay? <laughs> if you fucking look at... Okay, hold on, let me... You know what a shaman is? Yeah. It's basically a fucking sensei. Was it Matt Riddle, the shaman to MSK, like, three weeks ago? Like, three, yes. like a month ago, two ago? <laughs> so, okay. what the okay. shit? Kenny Keller is my sensei. He taught me everything I know. See, there you go. Um, next thing you're going to tell me, Rocky Balboa inducted Hulk Hogan into the Hall of Fame. Right? You some bitch. I'm the dead. Terminator decked Triple H in 99 on SmackDown. <laughs> Are you just making funnies? Yeah. Step outside of TV. Uh, this guy's name is Matt. I'm going to call him Mark for obvious reasons. One million. <laughs> One million. How the fuck you let Cobra Kai, man? Like, I pop hard for that motherfucker, man. 
I don't even watch the Cobra Kai show on Netflix. I seen him and I just started. I was like, sweep the leg, sweep it. <laughs> and people are like, what? You you can't have a celebrity on TV anymore in a, on a wrestling show, apparently. Well, apparently not on AEW you can, but if you can on the E, then it's, I don't know, It's apparently it's approved. I don't fucking know. You better hope Josh Brolin don't show up on Dynamite, otherwise we're all out of here. Yep, we're done. Uh, second one. Uh, so we've only got two this week. Uh, second one is very much a page fan. That has nothing to do with the tweet. Um, so I, obviously names have been changed to protect their stupidity, so I'm going to call this guy out of pages league. Love it. Keith Lee debuted last week. Mm-hmm. This person says AEW using WWE given name. Not surprised. Huh? I don't think I've WWE seen, I saw gave that him one. that name. I saw that one. Uh, and I'm still to this day, like I'm uh, scratching like somebody else's head to figure out what the fuck's going on. Cause I'm that lost. Yeah. Like when Keith Lee was quizzing, what would you like to call him? I don't know. I'm going to call Vince McMahon and find out what he wants to call him in 20 years. Pretty sure I replied to that post with a comment. I didn't see Bearcat. <laughs> That's his mother. Motherfucking Keith Lee was fucking Keith Lee since birth. It's his birth name. Yeah. I was going to say, I was like, I was like, but if you want to be like, when did he jump on the, when did I fucking first hear about Keith Lee wrestling? Uh, 20. I want to say 14? 20, was he uh, PWG? No, no, no. Uh, it was just, but was it PWG? He was there and evolved for a while. He was also in Ring of Honor. It's no, he, uh, fucking, what goddamn belt did he win that I would see him on the indies with all the time? Uh, this, it, it looked like, um, it looked like the IWGP Intercontinental belt. I don't remember what company it was, but like he used to work for this, he used to work specific, it's a big time, right? Big chain. Game changer, right? No, not game changer. That's GC Dub. Um, I can't remember right now. There was there was some fucking promotion that he had worked for, and I was like, "Who in the fuck is this motherfucker?" And I swear, I seen him in a vlog, in a vlog from Sammy. That's what it was. And I was like, "Who the fuck is this fucking guy?" And literally, literally, that's literally what Brock Lesnar said. <laughs> I know, right? Like, who the fuck is this guy? And then literally, um. I saw, I think it was like that next week or within the next two weeks, PWG would drop these fucking like trailers to their, uh, to their whatever show they just had. Like, oh, hey, this is our DVD release. This, and they would drop the trailer and it would just be fucking highlight after highlight of like, why the fuck did I not buy this like yesterday? And I saw Keith Lee on there doing the spirit bomb. And I was like, I'm sold. I have to buy this fucking thing. Problem was, I was like, what do you mean I got to wait like two weeks to get the motherfucker? So my impatient ass was like, man. And I think it was like the first real legit time I sat down and watched a full length Keith Lee match. I it was my first PWG uh, DVD Battle of Los Angeles 2017. Yeah. And so it was 2016 when I saw him. But yeah, 2017, it was him, Jeff Cobb, and I think Jonah Rock in the in the wow. main. Yeah, fucking very meaty. Cause he uh he teamed with Shane Taylor for a while too. They were the the pretty boy killers. Oh yeah, it was yeah. awesome stuff. 
so yeah, Keith Lee's literally always been his name, apart from when like when he first broke into the indie scene in like the mm. mid two thousands, he was Kevin Payne. Oh yeah, that fucking shit ass name. <laughs> that's now that sounds like a WWE name. Yeah. Kevin Payne. Um now I forgot what we said to close out the segment last week, but uh whatever we said, we'll try and bring it back because it was cool. But uh that's the shit that people have been saying online. Fucking goddamn schmarkin. <laughs> These kids. Uh, now it's over a month away and it's already stacked. Promo Mania 7 comes your way on March 31st. Excuse me. Season's blessings. Right there in the middle go. of WrestleMania week. It kicks off with a pre launch show on March 29th, which features the traditional Iron Bank Challenge, where the winner gets a briefcase they can cash in on any champion within a year. It's currently held last year. By Chad, uh, which he's gonna have to cash in by the end of Promo Mania this year. Fucking guy, you better do it. Yeah, that that briefcase has been passed around this year. Like it's never been done before, but we've had three different holders of the same briefcase. Right. <laughs> they all did, but here you go. Hot potato, hot potato. On the go. main show, as confirmed last week, for the first time, it's lawyer versus client as Travis Walker Anderson attempts to break free. From Chad Malcolm in a promo exhibition, uh, which Chad we wants his goddamn life back. He wants his freedom. I want my freedom. Um, we should have had this match at Promo Slam last year for the world title, but it didn't happen. Oh, um, also in promo exhibition is Moses Marquez, um, who issued an open challenge which has yet to be answered. So, I mean, the big question is: Will Moses have his promo mania moment? Come on, somebody, step up. Shit. If they don't, you just you're gonna get a great highlight video of me. I'm gonna start. You know what it is? I'm gonna start making a uh, 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 like a Rocky video as I'm gonna start training my ass. Oh, training off. montage. And then when nobody see when they, uh, that's gonna be me, I'm gonna do my whole training montage. Nobody shows up, y'all get a training montage. Yeah, was that Survivor? Yeah, <laughs> we we need a kick-ass rock song tune to like work out to. Okay. All right, there we go. Uh, in a mini ring of games, four challengers will compete for a future shot at the television championship currently held by the Phoenix. And Mr. Phoenix, okay. my sentiments exactly. In order to meet the 30-day requirement, you are due a promo next week to remain television champion. Next um, week. It'll be good to cut a promo. He's not going to see this until like three weeks down the line. Anyway. Oh, yeah. So he's <laughs> fucking screwed. Uh, but it'll be good to cut a promo while you can, because in a cinematic sequel at Promo Mania, I'm coming for Phoenix's World Championship. Oh. And trust me, that one ain't going to be about promos. Oh, no. It's it built and built and built. Anticipation is high. Oh, yeah. Ooh, we're picking up where we left off last year. Um, that's what we got so far. There's more to come. Go to maxwrestling.net slash promomania7 for more information. Promo to you. Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. Hey, this is Tommy Dream. It's the ultimate Vanessa, your girl's favorite wrestler. Hey, yo, what up? It's Darby Allen. This is the voice of Killer Cross. It's the interview queen, Alicia Atute here. You are watching. Max. Max Wrestling Podcast. You are currently listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. We're going to take it to the Max! 
We're about to take it to the max. And we're about to take it to the max. It's time to take it to the max. Hey, welcome to the madhouse. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the madhouse. Welcome back to the Cap and Mo Show. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to our channel and follow us. We are literally everywhere. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, and Podbay. You name it, we're there. Goddamn right. Um, so before we get into Elimination Chamber, um, I got to give a shout out to Rhea Ripley, who uh, like went over 40 minutes in a gauntlet this week. Finally booking Rhea strong. About time. About damn time, yes. So... At Blood Money 7, this, is it Saturday or Sunday? I never know anymore. Saturday. Saturday. Is that, is that Saturday. Saturday at fucking 9 a.m. Pacific time? I'm like, and eh, oh, Anyway, um, Saturday is the new pay-per-view day. Well, premium live event. I so, <laughs> yep. we have eight matches. Uh, first up, Rey Mysterio versus The Miz. Also got a shout out to the Miz. I loved his line to Dominic this week. You're taller than Ray. Are you sure you're not Eddie's son? Uh, fucking dickhead. I love <laughs> it though. <laughs> um, so oh apparently Ray Mysterio is in his prime right now. Oh, I was gonna to just the, I was the, just gonna bring up the fucking rating thing. The two K ratings by the eighty eight for twenty twenty two version of Ray Mysterio. I, and I like swear 18. to God, I thought it was ninety. Oh, was it ninety? And 2006 Ray is uh, 84 or 86. No, it was was it lower? I swear, like the first one he was in was like no, it wasn't the first one. It was like two years in, he was like an 83, and I'm like, what? How the fuck was he ever like below an 85? And then like yeah, now he's like a 90, and I'm like, what? I mean, he's still good, but. I mean, 2006 just, was his absolute best run. They just put the same stats in from every other year. Jesus, God, he's a 90 <laughs> this year. Oh, we should fix those stats. <laughs> you want to do all that work? Nope. Or is it a case of, oh, we made Dominic 79. Uh, we be- we better raise Ray's overall to make it up to him. You know what? I have no idea what Dom's is, so that's... A, he's 79. Like, is he really? He's literally 79. They fucking... Which isn't surprising. I mean, he's still... Kind of a take rookie. He take was two points from, year. It said probably take two points from the kid and give it to the dad. <laughs> we'll take a point off every time he gets a new tattoo. There it is. <laughs> Shit, he'd be down to almost nothing. <laughs> uh, so I have no idea which way to go on this one because I haven't really been following it. All I know is Miz has been cutting some good promos. Uh, fuck it, I'm going to go Miz. I was just going to say, I was like, I swear, like, Miz just, because um, the last time I seen him was the whole Edge and Maurice and, you know, the, the wives thing. I feel like they want to push him, and this is, like, a pretty good opportunity to do so. So, yeah, I'm with you. Like, you know, the Miz will pick up a dub. It's not going to kill Ray to lose. I mean, again, I have no fucking idea what's going on storyline-wise, but it can't be so fucking devastating to Ray's career. 
Uh, I also have predictions from Phoenix. Oh. He's already sent them for Chamber. Yeah, he, uh, he doesn't want to be late on that on this one. I'm I think just... he's planning on somehow leaving Promomania with all four belts. That's funny. Or entering with all That's four belts. That's funny. <laughs> and he has gone with Rey Mysterio. He would. Yeah, because he hates the Miz. Yeah, that will. It's uh, infamous rival. One of his many infamous rivalries. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we mentioned this last week. We have Drew McIntyre versus Mad Cat Moss. I don't know if it was a false count anywhere last week, but it is now. So, uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, like that makes it any better. Now, my immediate fucking question is: Is fucking Tebo, Tito Sabatelli still fucking signed to AEW, or still working with AEW? Because if he's not, then I would definitely say like there's a reason. Well, I don't. Who the fuck does Mac Mad Cat Mac? But who the fuck does this fucking nerd work for? Happy Corbin. <laughs> uh, just give me. They're gonna fucking. You know what? That's you. gonna work on two levels. On the video version, you got the facial reaction. On the audio version, you just got silence. It's just the best. <laughs> the best of both worlds, but like. Oh my god, this is just hot garbage. Are you You know what? The only way it's gonna make this work, and I'm gonna book for WWE. So whatever whoever's over there fucking doing this shit, fucking grab a goddamn pen and listen the fuck up. Um it's fucking false count anywhere, right? right. Corbin has to fucking interfere because he's a fucking dickhead. Um but just get a DQ and like, but let fucking Drew get away so you can then plan a handicap match and have Drew fucking kill him. Yo, know, I can absolutely see WWE doing that. It's false count anyway, but we didn't say anything about DQs. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, a false count anywhere match is no DQ. Sometimes I, WWE bend the rules, don't they? Yeah, they change shit um, around. So you're going Drew or, well, DQ win for Drew? Yeah, DQ DQ win for Drew. So yeah, but I still still Drew. All right. Uh, I'm just, I'm just gonna go straight for Moss because it's the shit fuckery that WWE would pull. They would, and it would be some shit fuckery. And let's see who Phoenix is going for. He's gone for McIntyre for three. Next matchup. Uh, uh, let's get one of the chamber matches done. Uh, so the women's Raw Women's Championship shot on the line for WrestleMania in this chamber match. Do we really need to predict this one? Um, we have Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Piper Niven, uh, Nikki A.S.H., and the return of Alexa Bliss. Oh, uh, she's uh, completed therapy now. Sure, sure. <laughs> Sure. Uh, Actually, you know what? I'm I'm torn between two, so I'm gonna let you go first. You know what? I, I'm I'm in that boat with you. I'm 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 still very 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 much on the live train. Yeah. Call it a personal bias at this fucking point, but I'm still on the live train. Um, a chamber win is huge, whether people wanted to fucking acknowledge that shit or not. A chamber win is huge. But then again, you got Alexa Bliss, and she was over like nobody's motherfucking business before she took on this stupid character. 
Yeah. Maybe this is some time to be revitalized. Um, mm. Give me Alexa. Okay. I'm probably wrong. Uh, so, I, if I was just thinking for myself, I would have gone straight for Liv Morgan. Mm-hmm. But, gee, how many times have they fucked her over now? Um, year? Yeah. It's been about an entire year of fuckery. And I know there's also plans for Bianca Belair, who, in all honesty, is still owed a little bit of payback on Becky from SummerSlam, so it kind of would make sense. Absolutely. Either one of those two I'm happy with, um, but I think I'm leaning more towards Bianca because I think WWE kind of, I want to say given up on Liv, but moved on. from the Yeah, Liv well, Morgan yeah, they're, they're riding the, the Bianca train. Yeah. As for Alexa, I can kind of see her getting into something with Liv Morgan. Like I said, something. I mean, I, 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 she's she's not coming back just to be back. That's for sure. No, and she certainly ain't uh, the fiend's creepy, weird, thank God, chick anymore. Thank so, God. Uh, all right, that's one for Bella, one for Bliss, and Phoenix's pick, Liv Morgan. Motherfucker. <laughs> Motherfucker, you. Uh, tag team match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Obviously, the Usos versus not the New Day. It's the Viking Raiders. What? Wow. Okay. Oh yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're still employed. Of all the fucking people that have been fired, these guys haven't been. I'm <laughs> shocked. Not the fact that they're them, not. But I was going to say the fact that they're not being sense. pushed, though. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just got to be the Usos. You know what I mean? Uh, there's uh, what? What the fucking Viking Raiders even do to get a tag title shot? Show up. I, we need I a tag team. You guys still work here. It's like who's or is a team, and everybody's scattering, and they're just like hanging out and catering. Perfect, these guys. Right. <clears throat> I mean, it's better than the freaking ninjas shit they were doing last year. Oh, God. But, uh, yeah, we try to block that out. I'm going to go with Usos to retain. Yeah. I didn't even know the Viking Raiders were on SmackDown, actually. I thought they were on Raw. But... I thought so, too. But, again, it shows you how much we fucking know. Not that it matters anymore. Anyways, I mean, Seth went over to SmackDown to face Roman. This is true. The brand split means nothing anymore. So, uh, is that two for the Usos? Two for the Usos. It's probably going to be three. <laughs> uh, is it a hat trick? Yes, it is. Oh, called <clears> it. <throat> All right, what else we got? We got another tag team match, this time on the women's side. But it's not for the SmackDown women. It's not for the women's tag team titles. It's Ronda Rousey and Naomi versus Charlotte and Sonya Deville. What? Yeah, random. And and Sonya Deville. So isn't she like a fucking GM right now? So she yeah she's kind of a part. She's like Triple H when he was COO. Her thing is when she's wearing a jacket, she's the boss. When a jacket comes off, she's a wrestler. It's like Kane with a mask. Corporate Kane with a mask. If you fucking say so, I don't even know 
what the fuck? Because <laughs> that's fucking stupid. But okay, whatever. Um, Rhonda and uh, anybody she fucking teams with. <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't matter who yet. she fucking teams with. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Um, wait, I do believe though that there is a new stipulation for this match. Did I read that right? Why the fuck would there be a stipulation tag match? Oh, yep, there is. Wait, it's coming. Yes, it is. I thought it, I, I thought this was a joke, but this is the actual stipulation for the match. Right, so it's disappointed. It's Rhonda and Naomi versus Charlotte and Sonya Deville. However, Ronda Rousey will have one arm tied behind her back. Get the... I... And people wonder why I don't watch. <laughs> what the fuck? I've seen some stupid shit in my day, okay? Um, I was a part of the generation that started Jackass, okay? Y'all remember that stupid <laughs> shit? What in the stoop? What in the name of stupidity? For real, like, you know, with the one arm tied behind your back, shit that works when it was like James Ellsworth against a girl. It worked when it was like the like like the giant versus a fucking jobber or something stupid. You're gonna you're gonna have a fucking tag team tie a tag team match that's just meant to be a fucking tag team match, but because you're fucking afraid of Ronda. You're going to have her fucking arm tied behind her back. Uh-huh. Does Andrade know you're just out there fucking just giving all the throat up or what's happening? Because I need to know what who is pushing these buttons in the back. Because this is dumb. It took how many motherfuckers did we talk about booking the Rumble? How many dumb motherfuckers approved this shit? You're going to tell me that this went down the fucking chain of command and they said, yeah, all right. Yeah, uh, fucking approved here, pal. Appro- Who approved it? The janitor? That fucking guy deserves to be oh. fired. So, first of all, we got six women in a cage in Saudi Arabia. Now we got a woman restrained in Saudi Arabia. Oh, yeah, I about to say, if you didn't want to make that motherfucking joke, it's there <laughs> for the taking. It writes itself. Um, I... I kind of get the thought process behind it it's a Sonya Deville type thing it takes away Ronda's abilities to use the arm bar but it's probably not she can probably still do it with one arm Did you, I, or or Sonya Deville's character thinks that this is going to diminish the arm bar but uh, see this is that bullshit this is that fucking bullshit you're gonna let this chick who's like Obviously a fucking moron when it comes to booking because this doesn't make sense. This is you're obviously booking in favor of Charlotte, and if you're gonna do that, you might as well just fucking give Charlotte like five partners and make it a handicap <laughs> handicap match. For fuck's sake! I mean, I'm I'm being for real. Like, if you want that much of a fucking disadvantage, then make it a kung fu movie. Twenty nine people against Ronda. Otherwise, like, what the fuck are you doing? This is dumb. This is really, really dumb. <laughs> um, it, even with the stipulation, um, I wouldn't be surprised if Ronda and Naomi get the win. So I'm going to go for them. First off, Ronda Ronda has a, a black belt, a third degree black belt, mind you, which only means way more. Um, 
in fucking judo. I believe she's also a fucking black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had one of the best records in MMA history. And I believe she has over 10 submission wins in the UFC. Do you really fucking think she can't get a goddamn arm bar with one fucking arm? <laughs> like... Uh, I what we just seen? I just watched this fucking match. I just watched this fucking match. Um, goddamn, Pete Dunn and and fucking Tony D'Angelo's dumbass in the fucking uh, weaponized cage. Fucking Pete Dunn is a brown. I believe he's a brown belt or a blue belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, and he got he got a fucking arm bar with his fucking shit tied behind his back. He was he was zip tied. His hands were zip tied behind his back, and he still got an arm bar. So I'm pretty sure Ronda can fucking do it. If Pete can fucking do it and he's like, you know, entry level two, three years in. Yeah, it, it's fine. Still stupid. It's fine. <laughs> uh, so just a little bit of fact checking. Uh, nine submissions to her record and three oh, knockouts. One. I was one off. <laughs> well, she has an extra free in amateur MMA. So if that bumps it up a little bit. There we go. So, there we go. Uh, who's Phoenix going for? He's going for... Okay. No, he didn't. He's, he's going for Charlotte and Sonya, but Naomi and Rousey will get their wins back at WrestleMania. Which I believe, but... God damn you, Feeney, for making sense, you son of a bitch. It makes sense, because WWE it, is all about 50-50 booking. If it was a normal tag match, I would think that. But with yeah. the stipulation, it just seems like a red herring. Big time. Big time. You really get I'm just gonna say you really gonna fuck Ronda this bad? <laughs> that's exactly Lose, what you're doing. Lose her first like regular match back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's not no. Okay, next up we got Oh. Let's let's stick with the women. Becky Lynch versus Lita because it's Fairly obvious which way it's going for the Raw Women's title. What's up? Is you got them Becky Lynch? Not gonna be They're not gonna pay, pay Lita to hang out. So it, it would be very nice to see Lita with uh, another title run, but this close to WrestleMania with Becky probably gonna put one of the two ladies over from the chamber. It's gotta be big time Bex. It is big time Bex. I mean. Th- I'm sitting here literally trying to think of a storyline that would work to allow Lita to win this thing. And, but any, any, any feud that they would have would be short and it wouldn't be any worthwhile. So there's no point of doing it. Now that is a professional wrestling fans logic. Don't know how the E works. Uh, so, but I'm still going with Bex. Personally, I still think it's stupid. They didn't go with Becky and Ronda and then have Lita challenge Charlotte. Because they'd already built a feud between Charlotte and Lita, but mm-hmm. then again, they already built the feud with Becky and Ronda too, but they fucked them both, so. Yeah, well, they're, they're about to say they don't care about pre-established feuds, as we've noticed. No. And you can get fired in the middle of a feud, but if you want your release, eh No, sir. Uh, we say big time backs. Fuck you, Ric Flair. I'm still calling it a man. Ric Flair is extra mad about that. Like, who cares? <laughs> It's the same with Sensei. It's a figure of speech. You're like, a man. Dude, like, like you make so much fucking. Like, if LeBron started using that and made money on it, you're gonna sue LeBron. 
You probably would, yeah. No, the Rick Flair is nuts. No, yeah, that, that, that is true. <laughs> very true. Rick, Rick Rick Flair is the Gary Busey of wrestling. <laughs> I love Gary Busey though. I do too. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, two matches remain to predict. Oh, wait a minute. Let me just double check. I'm pretty sure Phoenix went with Becky, though. Yes, he did. Um, so we got Roman Reigns versus Goldberg for the Universal title. The Battle of the Spurs. Yeah. Because why not? Um, well, it's not going to be Goldberg. And there's only one <laughs> other guy in the match. So <laughs> it'd be fucking Roman because we're just here to fuck around. Yeah. Um, again, if it wasn't this close to WrestleMania, I'd be worried because Goldberg just seems to attract championships when he doesn't do anything for him. But Facts. this close to WrestleMania, it's got to be Roman. And I have no idea uh, who Roman's going to go up against at WrestleMania. I'm so oh, wait, wait, it's Brock. What am I saying? Duh. They already announced it. Yeah. So it's obviously got to be Roman and Brock. So there we go. Right, they're not going to randomly throw fucking Goldberg in the mix and be like, we're going to make up for WrestleMania again. Yeah, let's not give him that idea. Too late. Writing it down. Writing it down. Yeah, it's fucking Roman. Uh, just hope Goldberg doesn't hurt himself or anybody else. Please yeah. just don't nobody get injured and I'll be happy about this match. Uh, especially nobody else. Mm-hmm. So probably the main event, elimination chamber match for the WWE Championship. Bobby Lashley defending against Brock Lesnar, Seth freaking Rollins, Austin Fury, Riddle, and AJ Styles. Mm. Um, now Brock obviously wants to go into WrestleMania and make it a title for title match. Apparently, there's zero plans of that happening, so we can count Brock out for that one. Uh, plus, it makes no sense to unify the titles anyway. No, it doesn't. Um, but then again, I look at it like this: like it's if he doesn't win, uh, then then what? You know, how is he going to get to Mania? You know, as much as they've already announced the match, we oh. they, there's obviously a wave to figure out how he's going to get there, right? Well, that was who we picked from winning the rumble. Oh, wait, no, he won the rumble. Yeah. And he just got you put see, into this match. You see how lackluster the Rumble was? I already motherfucking forgot who <laughs> won it. And the and the thing wasn't but three, four weeks ago. Brock's got to be the only Royal Rumble winner to get two world title shots at two different titles. That's true. Goddamn. Okay. Um, so it's okay. it doesn't have to be Brock. So it's not going to be Brock. Even though... It makes sense, but again, like how we said, we there's constant rumors and constant speculation that this there is no plans for a title for title, which mm-hmm. I think would be best at this point. Just like you might as well leave the two belts going, don't unify them at least not yet, not until you have like a real opponent to do it with. Yeah. Um, I keep wanting to think maybe fucking AJ's the man, but then again. AJ was on NXT a couple of fucking weeks ago. So I'm, that can't mean too much of a good thing. Well, oh, Dolph Ziggler's on NXT now, too, isn't he? Oh, those fucking guys be 
Jesus. Um, <laughs> Bobby Lashley retains. Yeah, that that was my call. I don't know who um, he's going to face at Mania for the thing, but I'd like to think AJ. That'd be uh, cool. Two interesting things about the people in this match. So we got Matt Riddle in the match, but we don't have Randy Orton. Yeah. Um, originally, apparently, the plan was for Matt Riddle to win the Rumble and then Randy Orton to win the title, and then they'd face each other at WrestleMania. So obviously, the turn's coming soon to set up a match for WrestleMania. But also, somebody who is supposedly having this huge match with a legend who hasn't wrestled in 20 years, Kevin Owens, isn't even on the show. Nope. Don't build the guy that's supposedly going against a legend, but let's build some bullshit. I mean, I like the idea, but then again, you're really good. Okay, so here's if, like, I'm looking at it like if, uh, if Riddle were to just up and win, right? Like, say Riddle wins the Elimination Chamber, what the fuck are you going to do with Bobby Lashley? He's just, he's just there now. He's just a guy. I don't think that works for Bobby Lashley, at least not right now. At least not right now. So, and, and trust me, I like the idea because, like, he wins it and we're in the middle of February and, you know, weeks go by and, oh, hey, dude, congrats on your first title and da-da-da-da-da. And then the jealousy kicks in, like, the first week of March. Then you build some heat for two, three weeks, and then, bam, you get your payoff at Mania. I mean, it can work. I can I like that. But, again, that's where I constantly ask the question of, then what do you do with Bobby? Yeah. Who's just won the title back. Mm -hmm. Fresh Jones, baby. This is a problem with like speed bump premium live events in February. You have to take WrestleMania into consideration and what everybody's going to do at Mania. And we got Seth freaking Rollins too. We don't know what he's doing at WrestleMania. He obviously needs a big match. Yeah, he's a big time player. Well, that's the thing. We say he needs a big time match and all this shit. And for all we know, they're just going to stick him with some anybody. There's your big match, bud, because you're on the WrestleMania card. It's a big deal. Fuck it. Let's do Lashley versus AJ and Rollins. I like it. Not a bad move. It's a triple threat for a reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. And AJ and Rollins have very good experience in triple threat matches. Very Mm -hmm. entertaining. Um... So, final prediction, I'm going to, yeah, Bobby Lashley to retain. Yeah, and hopefully they figure out a cool story in the next coming weeks. Yeah. Uh, Phoenix agreed on Reigns. Who's he got for the WWE title? Uh, Oh, okay. We got a little description for this one. He says he would go Lashley since they don't need a title unification at Mania, but since it's WWE and it's been mentioned for weeks... Uh, he doesn't want to, but he's going to say Lesnar. Hey, I mean, it's hard not to want to say him because of the history of the E and all that fun stuff. You know what I mean? Like I'm leaning towards that as well. But at the same time, like I said, we, we, again, the pro wrestling mind, the pro wrestling mind kicks in. And I think, okay, the guy has his gateway to WrestleMania. There's no point to add on to it. But then again, mm-hmm. we talk about this is the motherfucking E, and they do whatever the fuck they want. And sometimes the shit they do is real dumb, and they don't care, a.k.a. the fucking time woman with a hand behind her back, fucking dumb shits. But 
Well, yeah, I mean, Brock already had his gateway before the Rumble, and they made him win the Rumble anyway. This is true. This, so you know what? Fucking shit. That's so true. Oh, fuck. Dude, Feeney might be onto something. God damn. Do I really want to? Ch- no, I'm not changing it, but God damn, he's onto something. That that sounds like some E shit right there. It It's either Lashley or Lesnar. Yep. I think. I, I'm with that. And, and and you know, and this is not just because I'm still riding the high that is the hilariousness of Brock Lesnar on the Pat McAfee show, which <laughs> everybody should check out, by the way. Um, you know, I, I say I, we, I never watch these Saudi shows, but uh, I'm taking this one into consideration. I'm probably going <clears> to <throat> watch the main, the last two or three at the least. Mm. Jenga I mean, it's just fucking cool. 9 a.m. for me. I'll be fucking, you know what I mean, on a goddamn Saturday. I actually, you know, I might not be able to watch it. I might be too busy doing uh, fucking actual, you know, working on my car and shit, you know, real dad shit. Ah, oh, wait a minute. I can't watch it live. I'm working. See? See? This is that <laughs> bullshit when you're 9 a.m. Yeah, We're normally normally these premium live events are on like an hour after I get in from work. Right. Or it's like, oh, all right, well, whatever. Fuck off. Nope, I'm in the middle of work, goddammit. So, those are our predictions for Blood Money 7. <sighs> uh, now, let's get into AEW. Um, there we go. I mean, we've already talked about Cody. Last night, we kicked off with CM Punk challenging MJF to a dog collar match at Revolution. Loved the promo. Uh, it, he Punk has such a way of making you like hang on every word. So like it he's, he starts talking about cage matches and how, yeah, well, people can climb into cages and Max can climb out of a cage. I'm like, wait a minute, are they going to announce their own version of Hell on a Cell? Or, but no, dark, dark color match. That was an idea for sure. It was a Hell in a Cell. Um, what else did I thought? I thought strap match. But, mm-hmm. but you brought up how Punk can just kind of bring you in with his words. And it helped by how he opened his promo, and it gave you that nostalgia feel and goosebumps. I'm CM Punk, I'm Straight Edge, and I'm better than you. And I'm like, fucking shit, I used to remember hearing him say that. What an asshole. (laughs) But it's the truth. It's it's like, it's you, you, you flip that switch, and our ears are fucking wide open. Yeah. Um, I know about the, the, the crowd, maybe they didn't realize it right away that he was referencing an older promo but they stopped booing he's like you remember that oh wait yeah actually i do mm-hmm. um i think he should have finished it with i'm better than you and you know it but but either way on top he uh he managed to leave mjf speechless for the second time yep not something that's easily doable good no. stuff though i'm loving this loving this and this is going to be pretty brutal. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's going to... MJF is going to bleed, bleed. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And it's going to be so cool. Oh, yeah. I like... If this was a WWE match, every single photo would be in black and white. Oh, yeah. It, like, you'd get, like, their entrances and maybe, like, two... Maybe one or two more pictures and then black and white. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, PG. Um, 
Then we move on to B Dry, who uh, defeated Lee Moriarty. Great match. Okay. Lee Moriarty, boy. That boy got a future. That he, like, why is nobody else talking about Lee Moriarty? This kid can work, man. And, you know, God, what was it? It was Teddy P. Teddy P's got the eye of a hawk. I tell you what, this kid, if he was heel, has an excellent style for being a heel. Excellent. But he's way too likable to be a heel. He's got, you know, he's got too much going for him. He, he's he got the look. You know what I mean? I, I like everything about Lee Moriarty. Like, yeah. everything about him. Plus, I mean, he's immediately captured Brian Danielson's attention. Oh, yeah. Again, how could you not? Uh, yeah, as they mentioned, too, we also had a match with CM Punk. Um, and everybody was like, hey, couldn't he, CM Punk couldn't even beat a rookie. Hold on a minute. Don't be calling Lee Moriarty a rookie. No, by no means. I mean, hell, if that's a, if that's a fucking rookie, if that's a fucking rookie, <laughs> bro, let me know where he is in five years. Right. He's going to be at the motherfucking top. <laughs> um, so B-Dry wins the match and calls out Mox. Uh, Mox comes out again, cuts a great promo, and pretty much just punks out B-Dry, gets in his head. Um and says how he wants to team up with him because he doesn't want to. He's afraid of facing him. And he finishes it with saying, "You asked for my decision about teaming up with you. I'm going to leave it up to you." Yep. And the reality of the matter is, I mean, they brought up, or what was it? Mox brought up how they met at some uh, some indie show, and I think he said in somewhere in Illinois or whatever the fuck. <laughs> and uh, he's all your your flight was late, and you walk in, and that's the first time I met you. And I'm like, you walk through the kitchen to the ring, right? And I'm just like, oh, okay, well, that's awesome. I'm loving the way this is going, and and I and I have a funny feeling that they're going to team up. But mm-hmm. I love the way John put it as you know, um, the only way I can team with you is if I bleed with you first. Oh, so they can't. Obviously gonna have a so fucking good. yeah, it's awesome. They're obviously gonna have some sort of fucking brutal match, and I'm hoping it's gonna be at Revolution. Yeah, it's one it's gonna be one of those ones where Bree does not need to watch. <laughs> um, yeah. So he, I mean, he basically said, "Are you sure you want to team up with me?" So mm. I'm uh, putting the ultimatum back to you. It is very interesting to see how it how it goes. Mm-hmm. I'm intrigued. Um, obviously, Wardlow uh, qualified for the face of the revolution ladder match by defeating Max Caster. Wardlow's going to fucking legit kill somebody with these fucking <laughs> power bombs, just <laughs> snapping them down. The, the, what what are they, is it a symphony of power bombs? Mm-hmm. Love so they it. calls his finisher, but he's like, he'll fucking just rich bam. Like, the dude's not even fucking fully sat up, and he's already pulling you down. I'm like, Jesus, you're just ragdolling people. And it's, it, I kind of love it, and I'm kind of worried about people's health. Yeah. But uh, I'm I'm really, really enjoying Wardlow's kind of slow singles push. Uh, when he does break out on his own, he's going to be one to watch, definitely. It's going to be great. And so far, this ladder match looks exactly like what the rumors said. Very, very meaty. Yes. Right now we got Wardlow and we got Keith Lee. And it's my a guess is, match. My guess is Miro's on his way as well. Yep. 
he's apparently cleared to return. Uh, he's going to be the Joker. You know what? With all these big guys in the ring, they might want to reinforce the ladders. Oh, yeah, they're going to bring out some, <laughs> some industrial ladders. <laughs> these things don't break. <laughs> You'll be all right, fellas. There's going to be, as JR would put it, a lot of humanity in that ring. That fucking, that fucking some are we, two buys are going to break. Are we going to get a surprise debut again? Because be, it was um, Brian Cage. Didn't he enter the ladder match as a surprise engine? Was it Revolution? I believe, no, that no, was Double or Nothing. Double or Nothing. The poker chip. Um, yep, yes, sir. I believe, and this is my guesstimation, um, unless, and this is unless, unless Miro comes back before then, I'm pretty sure the Joker is going to be Miro. Also love the phrase guesstimation. It's mm-hmm. my favorite. Um... Oh, we also got power ha- uh, powerhouse Hobbs in the match too. Oh, let's go! Oh man, Hobbs we got these three big guys, and then we've also got Dante Martin, <laughs> the flippy guy. Yeah, I, I love Dante, but he, you might want to hide for a little bit of the match because these two, these three big guys, are gonna take up a lot of space in the ring. <laughs> That's being nice. Yeah, I mean, yeah, power, strength, big guys. They are big old motherfuckers. Uh, oh, so we had Proud and Powerful uh, versus Jericho and Hager. Mm-hmm. Which pretty much went the way we probably expected it. Uh, Santana and Ortiz get the win. As they with, yeah, but not without some chicanery. Um, to be honest, though, Eddie Kingston didn't really do anything. He was just in the corner and Jericho just took exception. So, uh, Jericho. No, he hit him with a gimmick. Did he? Yeah, he hit him with a gimmick. I missed that bit. I, mean, I think I turned my head for like a split second. Now I saw yeah, Jericho yeah, yeah. decking so, him and then... So, this, then... so first and foremost, uh, I don't remember the last time Jericho was in the ring. And he looked rusty as fuck in this one. This was not a good outing by goddamn Chris Jericho. Even with people that he's worked a lot with before... That and then goddamn Jake, uh, goddamn Jake Hot Pants Hager over here with his goddamn, swear to God, he fucking cut up a pair of Jericho's old uh, tights from fucking WCW and said, hey, look, Jericho, they fit. And he's like, what the, whatever. Anyway, um, no, but if you, if you pay attention, like Kingston was on the, he was on the apron and when Jericho went for the Judas effect, he, they ducked underneath and he kind of went under the middle rope. And got hit with, uh, I forgot what was on Eddie Kingston's fist. But I think it was just like a wrapped up like necklace. But they sold it like a gimmick. And yeah, he was up. Uh, okay, yeah, I definitely missed that for like a split second. And even the commentary team were like, Eddie Kingston didn't do anything. Oh no, it was but, fucking brassy okay. nuts. So Eddie Kingston gets involved. Jericho takes exception. Uh, distraction costs him the match. And then we get a little scrap between Jericho and Kingston after the match. Obviously setting up a match between those two. But I think it's pretty safe to say Santana and Ortiz are uh, out of the inner circle. If not now, then soon. Oh, no. Um, I think it's... I think if anything, and God, I hope not, I would much rather just get like Eddie versus Jericho at this point. But I have a bad feeling that we could get another, we could get a three way or a six way and uh, have it be fucking, uh, you know, Santana Ortiz and Kingston 
and then have Sammy come back, be with Hager and uh, and Jericho. Pers- like I said, personally, they're done. It's over with. They beat them. Go split up now. Let's make Proud and Powerful a real legit team. They, they, they got the tag team tournament thing coming up soon. You know, maybe yeah. they're one of the three teams in the thing. Who knows? Maybe. Um, we'll, we finally had seeds planted for uh, Adam Cole, baby, and Hangman baby. as they traded barbs, which I loved. You'll just be known as the other Adam. Oh, it's great that, stuff. That stung. Big time. Uh, they both took some great shots at each other. So, um, I mean, I guess this means rumors are true. Adam Cole is obviously next in line to face Hangman for the world title. But uh, as he backs around up the ramp, income Red Dragon, and we get the attack. And then we finally get Dark Order. Where the fuck have they been? That's a good question. Where have they been? You know what I mean? Like how uh, Adam Cole said, you haven't been much of a friend to them. So what the hell? Fucking 10. He's mad. <laughs> he, he was, was on mad something about last something. night. <laughs> he, got a ba- he got a bad batch. Somebody injected some venom last night. Uh, there you go. Preston Vance was on fire. Like, the camera didn't even show him grab somebody. They just cut to the graphs, and then they cut back to the ring, and all of a sudden, one of them's flying over. I was about to say, yeah, they cut back to a dude in the air, like, what in the shit is going on? <laughs> Ten literally just, like, yeeted him out of the fucking ring. They were there. Uh, There's a bunch of indie workers, but it was good stuff. Yeah, that's going to be good. Uh, Cole versus Hangman, but the uh, the un-indie followers are going to hate it. Like, what's going on? I don't understand what's going on. If you fucking watch, it's everything gets explained. Oh, they're, they're just going to hate it based on the principle. Oh, it's two skinny indie guys. That's the thing. Oh, my God. That has been half of my fucking battles right now on goddamn TikTok is everybody with their fields. In the AE dub, it's like I understand that the E trained us, and I'm not just exclude. I'm not excluding myself. Trained us that if you're not six five, three hundred pounds, or at least two seventy five and fucking jacked, that you are not a world champion material. We've also learned that you don't have to be if you're like a Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart ish type. Guess what? That was like 95, 96. This is 2022. Motherfuckers can work like that now. That that work rate is not a, oh, only a handful of guys. No, every motherfucker can now. And it's great. And that's why it's so easy to fucking get behind them. I get it. They're not, you know, they all kind of look generic and da-da-da-da-da. But the reality is, is they're getting themselves over in a way that they don't have to According to the E, they don't have to put on 65 pounds and get shredded and cut your moveset down. They have their moveset. They can have a personality, and they don't have to be ripped to the motherfucking gills, even though it's nice. And they can work like a 40-minute match without getting gassed. That, too, because they're willing to do their style. They don't have to take rest holds and do stupid bullshit, and they know what to do because they are, say with me, professional wrestlers. Yes, not superstars. There we go. Uh, f- from one uh, side of the Adam Cole household to the other, uh, Britt Baker 
Thunder Rose is getting closer and closer to her after defeating Mercedes Marquina, uh, Martinez in a mm-hmm. no DQ match. I think they mentioned Thunder Rosa is now 40 and 2. Damn, what a record. That's probably one of the best records in AEW. Um, I'd say so, so. And this is where Sensei Martin Cove uh, got involved, advising Britt to finish her. Which isn't really his catchphrase. It's from Mortal no, Kombat. That's fucking Mortal Kombat. <laughs> um, but he didn't necessarily mean finish Rosa as Jamie Hayter attacked Mercedes Martinez. I mean, I always thought she was a weird fit for Britt Baker anyway, Mercedes. Well, she was meant to be like a hitman. Yeah, but I mean, they already got Jamie. Yeah, why they didn't use Jamie, her, Jamie's I don't understand. Girl. That's true. Again, you're making all the right sense. So... Uh, at, at least, well, we kind of got a little bit of respect at the end of the match between Fonda Rosa and Mercedes Martinez. They're both veterans uh, on the indie scene. So I would not be surprised if we get a little tag match down the line before we finally get to Fonda Rosa and Britt Baker's culmination of their very long feud. Because people, people have been calling it ever since Britt won the title that Fonda Rosa is going to be the one to take it from her. I've been that guy. I've been the one saying that um, I was hoping it'd be at a much bigger show, but if it turns out to be Revolution, then Revolution it is. And maybe that's where we get the tag match, and we could save Rosa and, and Brett for Double or Nothing, which is only in May. Yeah. Which, again, that's perfectly fine. Again, AEW has been known for actually long-term booking, which is you know something that professional wrestling fans are not... Uh, it's not foreign to them. So you e people that are showing up. Sorry, we like to take our time here. Do not get impatient. It pays off in a great way. And that's exactly it. It's going to pay off in a great fucking way because we already know the like I've been saying, the only person that's going to be able to beat Brit is Thunder Rosa. So it has to be at double or nothing. Yeah. Plus. Um, Brett won the title at Double or Nothing last year. Oh, the culmination, baby. Is it on this? Let me say, you see how like, things tie in? It's, is it going to be close? Oh, they haven't announced the date yet, but it's obviously going to be the end of May. All right. So it would be great if Brett makes it like 365 days as champion, then puts, uh, puts Rosa over. That'd be great. Really great. Uh, we're also getting the uh, the Owen Hart Cup finally at Double or Nothing. Yes. I think, is it next week the tournaments begin? Yes, next week. Awesome. Um, oh, yeah, another match added to Revolution, uh, which I think we're predicting not next week, the week after. So we still mm-hmm. got a couple of weeks. Um, Jungle Express. I always call them Jurassic Express. It is Jurassic Express. Fuck's sake. Jurassic Express um, will be in a freeway tag match for the World Tag Team titles. That's right. As Jungle Boy said, he loves freeways. Uh, yeah, no, he's all, he's all, I'm no stranger to freeways. And Lucha's just like, I'm making pardon. Where's my invite? I'm no stranger to freeways. Uh, tag matches. Oh. oh. No wonder you didn't call me. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So we just need to find out who do you have a tag t- two tag teams 
are going to be. I mean, they're kind of low key already planting the seed that it could either yeah. that it could possibly be both Red Dragon and the Bucks. That would be great if it I, is both of them. I think that match would kill if it would be. Oh yeah. Uh so that brings us to a nice little tease we got of a third member joining the House of Black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I hate blurred backgrounds. They're the worst. Yeah. So, who are we waiting for? And then he just walks in the back and it cuts to black and you bastards. Well, I mean, this is all signs right now are pointing to Rotunda, to mm-hmm. Wyndham Rotunda. So, uh, I, I've heard no other things. I'm really trying to think is there anybody else? Um, there's a lot of free agents Murphy. right now. Yeah. That's the other guy I was thinking of. Could be Buddy Murphy. Can yeah. you imagine him on their fucking team? Are you <sighs> like a, a fucking Buddy Murphy? You're part of the House of Fucking Black. You have you have the fucking Muay Thai madman, if you will. I like that name, by the way. Um, <laughs> in fucking Ma- in Alistair Black. You have fucking Brody King, who is just self-explanatory needs no description and then you have and i hate to say it like this but fucking kenny omega light and goddamn fucking buddy murphy who is only going to adapt even more so because he's not being held back by the fucking e so god only knows how good his stuff's going to be once he starts wrestling fucking shit this company's going to look great in like a month and a half Um. damn Apparently, Buddy Murphy is a done deal for AEW. Uh, Love it. And that's a strong choice for the House of Black. But literally, I couldn't make out anything of the blurred figure in the background. It was just too quick. Too yeah, quick and too dark. Couldn't see anything. Um, when do we find out, though? Is it next week? Is it, I'm hoping. They didn't say. Oh, that could be one of the other teams in the tag team tournament ski. Would be fucking mm. Aleister Black and Brody King. That would be interesting. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I think Buddy, I think his name Buddy Matthews. Now he's yes. outside of the EU, by the way. Um, I think he's probably the more likely choice because every time we think we're getting Wyndham, we don't get Wyndham. We don't get Wyndham. <laughs> he's like, I'm not coming. But we know we're definitely getting um, Buddy. Yeah, he's in AEW, but, so it could like be. I said, he's basically confirmed. Black. Yeah, which is pretty much what they did with Brody King. Mm-hmm. Uh, and finally, uh, TNT title main event was off the chain. To uh, we have Darby, obviously, is a former TNT champion. Sammy still carrying around both belts. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, it had, honestly, it had a big match feel. I didn't mm-hmm. think there was going to be a title change, but it felt like a big match. Darby and Sammy are what we call in the normal world crazy motherfuckers. Yes. That is and, a scientific uh, description. Yeah, it's very scientific. The, the, the spots these guys were fucking running bananas. Um, the fucking cutter to the outside. Oh, so oh my I fucking screamed in horror. I Sammy swear to God, I did. So given Randy Orton competition. But dude, like 
Sammy has been a part of some of these like killer spots these last couple of weeks. He did the one with Cody. Now he's got this one here. It's like fucking Sammy's the man right now. Um, that and then he damn bump, near breaks his back. That apron. I was about to say that apron <sighs> bump was the fucking worst. Eesh. The fucking worst. I, I, it makes me cringe when Jeff does it at like, what is he, 40 something? And like yeah. when he does like pancakes, fucking steel steps and stuff, but. Ah, at least steel steps have a little bit of give. Like the apron's fucking solid. Oh yeah, the you know, the steps will bend a little bit for you. Not these motherfucking things. Nope. And this was mid match too, so we still carried on. But uh, bananas. Yeah, he, I swear it looked like he fucking twisted his ankle one minute, then he <laughs> fucked up his knee the other minute, and I'm like, how in the motherfucker are you walking, let alone carrying a dude? You know what? These two would make a pretty good tag team. Oh which... my god. Funnily enough, we may actually get um, because Sammy obviously retained after some interference from Andrade, who nailed Darby with they call it a tablet. It's a fucking iPad. He fucking <laughs> thwacked that motherfucker, boy. I was like, "What is that?" Bam, I don't think it damaged it though. I was, on your head. I was looking at the screen. I don't think there was even a crack on it. No, so it just that's bent. a really strong I like, screen. I was like, "God damn!" I said, "Who put that screen <laughs> protector on there?" That's top notch, boy. Give me one. About to say it's Aubrey's job right now. She's doing the when she's in the middle of doing the tech shit. Hey, can you put my screen protector on? I'm not IT. Please. <laughs> Call Andrade. There you go. Um, Andrade and Matt Hardy then attack both of them. So, uh, yeah, we may be getting those two teaming up, Sammy and Darby against Andrade and Matt. We're still uh, waiting for the possible debut of Jeff too, but I don't see Jeff coming in as a heel. All signs point to him coming to. For a split second when Matt jumped on Darby, I was thinking, is this when Jeff's going to run down and help him? But we still got a few weeks before Jeff's clear. Yeah, a couple more. Uh, so yeah, that, was, time. that was Dynamite and have a solid show. Um, Always. They have stacked Rampage tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Fucking A, dude. We got fucking Jay White on Rampage. Which is, <laughs> like if is, Jay White doesn't already make you want to fucking watch on a Friday night, then I don't know what to tell you. Well, actually, it's they changed the time this week, I think. Yeah, it's earlier this week. So, yeah, that's going to help a lot of international fans, for sure. Uh, I believe it's two hours early, so it's on, like, an hour before SmackDown. Three. Oh, is it three hours? Jeez. Three. Well, then you got no yeah, excuse, people. You got plenty of time to watch Rampage. It's on at, like, four my time, and it's normally on seven. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. Why is it on so early? You know, it's a great question. <laughs> I don't have an answer. My well, guess would be Olympic-related, basketball-related, right. maybe? Probably basketball. Probably, yeah, because they called it Rampage Slam Dunk. Oh, yep, that's right. Team, yep, there you go. Hey, let me take a look at the schedule. Schedule. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, like, I'm curious. Is there, like, is there like a big basketball game Saturday, or what's happening? I'm probably going to get listings for the UK version, though, because right now, apparently Charmed is on TNT. Hell yeah. Fucking Charm rocks. Followed right. by NCIS, followed by Bones. Let's see. I'll fucking tell you right now. I'll go to my own, <laughs> my direct, my direct telemic vision. Okay. We got to sign in still. So Come on. We definitely got some NBA on tonight. Uh, yep. 76ers in the box. Love it. 
tomorrow. Oh, cool. Return of Jedi's on now, too. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, I don't know. I know what I'm watching later. Yeah. Uh, it's not a game, but it's uh, a panel show See, inside Coach the Carter. NBA. I got Snowpiercer. Oh, yeah. All-Star Weekend. All-Star Weekend. That's why. So what they're going to be doing is right after they do the uh, right after they do Snowpiercer, it's going to be um, the NBA Rising Star Challenge. Okay, which is all a part of the NBA weekend. Fair enough. All Star Weekend. I, I love how they put Coach Carter on before too. Well, fucking Coach Carter's awesome. But it's a great movie. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I was going to go through the, the the card for uh, Rampage tomorrow. So we know we got Jay White in action, which is nuts. Against Trent Beretta. Um, yes. Crazy Jay White debut for AEW on Rampage, which they're really trying to get people to watch Rampage. They're putting that's all these big names on it. That's a good way to start. Um, it really is. It, I think it really is just a time slot, though. Yeah. I think that's the only reason people, the, the ratings aren't that good for well, Rampage. Well, yeah, dude. It's a Friday night <clears throat> at 7. Yeah, that's like normally when like though like the dudes our ages or probably younger, a little younger, are going out to eat. You know what I mean? If they're gonna go, or they're going out on a date, or they're just gonna go out to go out. You know what I mean? If this show was at, God, I hate to say it like this, but if it was an hour earlier, if it was at six, you'd probably have a better, you'd have a way better audience. Even though I mean, and the best part is, it's an hour. It's just an hour long, so it would totally garner way more viewers at six rather than at seven. It would garner a hell of a lot more at five rather than seven. But, you know, running against the NBA, never easy. No. I don't understand why Rampage won't move to TBS, though. But once they do, I'm sure time changes are coming. Well, I mean, if they move both shows to TBS, then I guess they got to get rid of the TNT title. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so I, I've already spoiled a match because on Rampage tomorrow we got Dante Martin versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Actually, I don't know how I spoiled it because they're both in the face of the Revolution ladder match, but that was supposed to be a qualifying match tomorrow. So yeah. uh, I guess there's going to be some chicanery. Sure. Um, like we said, we got Trent Beretta versus Jay White. We also have Adam Cole versus Ten. And if last night's anything to go by, Adam Cole's in trouble. Yep, he can get thrown around. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm sure Adam Cole's still going to win, but 10, 10 was vicious last night. Oh, yeah, big time. Uh, so, yeah, all that, and it's just three matches for you. Well, well we also got the uh, the Professor's five-minute rookie challenge, Serena Deeb. Yeah, um, I guess it's a match. Yeah, it'll, it'll last like 30 seconds. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> all right. Let's close out the show with the Geek of the Week. Pencil neck geek, gritty freak, scum sucking beard with a lousy physique. He's a one man, no cut, losing streak. Nothing but a pencil neck geek. Pencil neck geek. All right, Geek of the Week, we got double dipping this week. And uh, yes, for those who are already bitching and complaining, it is two nerds off NXT. This first week should be no ex- no surprise to anybody. Is it a repeat offender? Grayson Waller, you are 
prime time Geek of the Week, boy. I tell you what, why are you Geek of the Week besides being the most generic fucking thing I've ever seen since sliced bread? You broke your own restraining order against the dude and then try to have him arrested. Like that, if, if that's not the most caring shit I've ever fucking heard of, pal. You're like, it was just excellent stupidity. He he has this restraining order against LA Knight because he's been whipping his ass. And then he calls the fucking cops and the cops show up with their fucking lights on like it's an emergency, which makes no sense at all. And they go down there to arrest LA Knight, who's literally giving them the fucking rock treatment. And he's like, hey, we'll watch this video of him hitting me after I hit him. And, and now your fucking restraining order doesn't mean shit. And I'm like, this whole thing doesn't mean shit, and I fucking hate it. And it was a waste of time, but at least LA Knight kind of looked okay. And then Geek of the Week number two, just for showing up as Bianca Belair, you would say, with just awesome fluidity. God damn it, Dolph Ziggler, you don't even go here. <laughs> like, he's like, oh, I'm going to be looking at the uh, NXT championship match very closely. I'm like, why? You don't go here. You, you're not NXT. You haven't had a match in NXT. Why in the fuck do you think you deserve anything in NXT? Like, if you want to wrestle somebody for something, go wrestle fucking Carmelo Hayes. You know what I mean? Maybe after Pete Dunne, because, yeah. Yeah, like start, to be next. start off slow. You haven't been a world title contender for about five years. Easy five years. Fucking asshole. All right. Well, coincidentally... Um, the rest of the week is double dipping this week too, so let's find nice. out who it is, who they are, even. <laughs> Alright, so first up, um, I immediately went with this one based purely on the match they had this week for. The 40-minute gauntlet match, I got to give Rhea Ripley props. Um, All day. One, one of the wrestlers of the week this week. And secondly, he's been just collecting gold everywhere he's gone recently. Matt Cardona. The, oh, uh, the, the, new, the new NWA world champion. I never thought I'd be such a fan of Matt Cardona, but it's... You, you can't speak badly about what he's done after leaving WWE. He's gone to GCW. He's gone to Impact. And now he's the NWA world champion. He has the oldest active title in wrestling right now. This is the truth. Fuck Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona went from being the dude that you would secretly go woo, woo, woo to all your friends. <laughs> and now you're like, you know what? I'm actually a fan of this fucking guy. And it, good for fucking him, dude. Good for yeah. fucking him. This is that stuff, dude. You leave the E and you gamble on yourself and you realize you're fucking actually worth what you think you're worth. And he's worth every bit of everything that he's getting. Yeah. Hell, he needs to be towards the fucking Impact World title now. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't put it past him. He's with the uh, the digital media champion That's now. Stupid. A stupid belt. Um. Stupid. Did, did uh, Jordan Grace even do anything with it besides pose naked? No, well, I mean, what did you do anything <laughs> besides pose naked? With the, I mean, I'm just talking to the wrong guy about that one. Partner. Um, but yeah, uh, Mark Cardona's just taken 
everything outside of WWE by storm. And he has referred to WWE as his developmental, which is great. And he, he's, yeah, he's definitely proved his worth. And he's taken Chelsea with him, too. Oh, yeah. She's, she's making a name for herself, too. It's and great. taking some sick bumps. She's taken chair shots. She's been gored through with tables. She's, man. She's the new Maria. <laughs> right. She's the new Maria Canellis. I mean, no disrespect, but just a little bit more talented. A little bit. Um, <clears throat> all right. That is it. Your week is complete. Thank you, everybody, for spending your Thursday with us. You know where to find us at Max Wrestling UK on Twitter and the Captain 512 and SMR Podnet. Once again, the website is maxwrestling.net, uh, which has recently been revamped a little bit. I'm, you know, keep trying to make these upgrades to it. It's looking very, very nice right now, I must say. Um, if ever you just want a quick catch-up of what's going on in Max Wrestling, there's a new spotlight section on the main page that just gives you quick highlights of what we've been doing. Um, so now listen up, you pencil neck geeks, because this is what Moses has for you this week. That's right. So there's uh, for those who are still clamoring for retros to come back, um, March is still the date. We're still looking at March for a return. It's either the first or second week. So still anticipation is running high as they say other than that bolt rain is running not as hot right now the reason for it it's not like a a, a hiatus or anything like that everything i'm doing bolt rent is going to also go up on youtube in video form and i kind of want to drop everything all on the same day so nice. bolt rent is going to be like i don't want to say like a couple weeks behind but a couple of weeks behind um but everything is going to be pointed towards the draft. I'm going to be going down just about every freaking position besides goddamn quarterback. And I'm really trying to think of any other position that like, and I think like safety, I'm literally going through every position of guys we could draft that could help improve this team and where they are and, and get us a playoff run. I talk about the, there's always the, the keeps and the, and the draw was it the, 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 the keep and the get rid of, I forgot how I named it. It's a cool name that I named, but, um, Talk about the upcoming free agency. Talk about the coaching moves that we've done. All that and all kinds of crap more. But yes, March is the countdown. March Madness. There you go. And with that said, join us next week. Next motherfucking week. Um, for, I guess, reactions to Blood Money 7. And we're just going to be killing one more week until Revolution. Yep. Predictions. So we will see you next week as we continue on the road to Promo Mania. Ah, so I guess there's nothing left to say except you've been watching the Cap and Mo. Goodbye, Mwah. and good night. Grayson Waller, you're fucking generic as fuck. And Ziggler, you don't even go here. Goddamn right. 